as well. Good to have you with us. Thank you, Scott. And uh, we're going to get started. We've been talking about uh, clarity, and we've been talking about um, this. I want this next six months to be your best six months. Um, and so, you know, saying that, there's a lot going on for that to happen. And I made the statement just a couple moments ago saying that God has blessed the church, and in this time of, uh, you know, you wouldn't think we haven't been able to meet and all that, but God has been so faithful, and people have been faithful because they've been following God. Um, we, have, we have flourished as a church in this time. So we've been talking about clarity, and so today I'm hoping to put all of this together kind of just to put it in something that you could do, um, you know, where uh, it is just, I mean, today is a crazy day, is it not? You know, we've been talking about all kinds of things, and if you're uh, alive, you already know everything in the whole country was shut down for COVID, and so there's a lot of fear, and people need questions answered, and there's all kinds of stuff, and now we got past kind of COVID, and now it's racism. There's all kinds of garbage going on about that. How many knows that God created man and, and color was? Come on. I mean, gee whiz. It's just like, let's find something to pick on. There's nothing there to pick on. And they were just making all that stuff up. It just makes me mad. But we need to, how do we navigate through all of this? How do we make things so that we as believers stand out? Not because we're saying, hey, look at me, but stand out because God's saying, that's my kid. You know, I'm taking care of them. You know, if there's fruit in all of that, or people are like, how did that happen? How is that going on? That's got to be by God's hand. It's got to be by God's glory. It's his instrument that we are being able to do what he wants us to do. And I want you to be part of that. He's an amazing God. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm changing some of this from what I did in first service. So uh, if, if I look like I'm thinking, I am. So just so that you know. Uh, <laughs> but this is really important that whatever we do in the midst of no matter what is going on, you're going to have to put what you believe into function, into action. You can say talk is cheap. How many knows that talk is cheap? And so as we just talk about things, that's one thing to talk about it. It's a whole nother thing to do something about it. How do we navigate through all of this stuff. How do we do what we're supposed to be doing? I want you to get excited about it. Because God's not up in heaven going, oh, oh my. Oh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do today or tomorrow. I, I hope they're going to be okay. I, I hope. You know, God's not fretting about any of this. There's so much stuff going on. There's so much stuff. The enemy is riled up. Can I tell you why the enemy's riled up? Because God's on the throne and he's never been off. There's, they're making a stand now. We're looking at witchcraft. and Have you ever dealt with stuff like that? Now, I'm not trying to scare you, but I'm just saying, if you're a believer, you're going to need to. You don't have to uh, embrace everything and bring it in. Come on. You don't just because you don't. You can love somebody and not condone. There's people that are lost, my friend. There's people that are totally lost. They've been deceived. They've been fooled. They've been, you know, the enemy has put that on them, and that's their mindset. They grew up this way or whatever. They need to be broken out of that. They need some clarity. We were pastoring in a city one time, and 
we just felt to go and cleanse the sanctuary, cleanse the auditorium. Now, cleansing, I'm not talking about taking some Mr. Clean and a magic eraser. That's not what we were talking We were talking about just spiritually walking through. Have you, have you played Red Rover before? Red Rover, Red Rover, send Brett, right? You know, that kind of thing. And you, so we kind of walked through the sanctuary. We were kind of doing the same thing, like arm length distance, keeping it a safe social distance. And we'd walk through, and we were speaking. Now, listen to what I'm saying. We were speaking and believing and declaring and walking the Word of God over what we wanted to happen in that place, that tent, that tabernacle, that sanctuary. Are you with me? So we began just doing that. We were speaking in tongues, we were talking in the spirit, we were praying out loud, but we weren't being shy because we were on our turf. Can I say to you this morning, every place you put your foot down is your turf. Oh, well, let me say it on this side. Every place you put your foot down is your turf because he said it's... it's you know why we don't take territory? Because we don't take territory. If you're going to go shopping, take territory. If you got to go to Myers, take territory. You got to go to Aldi, take territory. You don't have to go up and go, are you saved? No, I'm just talking about no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You don't even have to be a, a lunatic outside to people like, they're crazy. No, you just state, you can just say, Father, I thank you. No weapon formed against me will prosper. Thank you that no sickness, no disease, no virus can come on me in the name of Jesus. You know, you getting people. Kim and I went to Amish country just to get out of Dodge. You ever just want to get out of Dodge? We just went there. There's not a whole lot open in Amish country. But we went into one store and she said, I'm in the mood for a chocolate ice cream cone on a waffle cone. That's not how she talks. It's just for dramatic effect. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be married 35 years to her tomorrow. That's the miracle of God. She's still with me. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> she puts up with it a lot. So anyway, so I told the lady, she wants a waffle cone, chocolate. And the lady goes, she's got a mask, but it's down here. Now, I'm going to just, you might not believe in masks, you might believe in masks, that's not my issue. You know, the greeters aren't wearing masks, the ushers aren't wearing masks. We told them, it's up to them, if they want to wear a mask and all that, and some people are like, I don't agree with that, you should wear it because there's people coming in. You know what? Stop it. You can wear it. I'm, I'm okay with you wearing it. It's all good. And I've, we've told all our people, don't hug them, don't, you know, just uh, air high five. And I back to my ice cream story. The lady goes, <laughs> something like that. She might have turned her head a little. She coughed or sneezed. And we were like, oh. <laughs> and then she said, it's kind of soft. It was just the consistency of like a milkshake a little bit more. And we got that, and the whole time we were walking out, she's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to eat this. <laughs> you know, I'm like, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> she, she tasted it, and she said, I don't, 
Now listen, listen to what I'm saying. She said, I don't feel good about this. And this is what I told her. And she said, I'm in agreement. I said, I don't care if that lady would have licked it. It didn't get on you. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter. Come on. You can't control what people do. You're going to be places and people will cough, people will sneeze, people will whatever. You've got to know what you believe and you've got to stand on what you believe. I don't care what she does. If you're supposed to have that ice cream cone, give me another one. But because it was the consistency of what it was, I mean, she might as well drank it. Then, So we just threw it away. Some of you, yeah, some of you. But, I mean, it was like it was going to run everywhere because it was just. So what are you telling me? What I'm telling you is you're going to have to put belief with your action. You can believing, saying you believe it is one thing. Doing it is a whole nother level. Remember, you frame your world by your words. So I hope I'm going to get you excited today. I hope I'm going to get you not because I just want to cheerlead you and pump you up. But I want you to get determined that you're going to make a change when you go out into the world right now because it isn't the same like it was. It isn't. Sometimes people say, I just wanted to get back to normal. Normal has changed, my friend. There are people that have voice now that never had voice before because some people are very brave behind a keyboard on Facebook or whatever or if as long as they have somebody that agrees with them. So let's move on. Knowing that the enemy wants to get you isolated because you know what they're saying. They're saying now because of COVID, everybody was staying home. We went and passed a, uh, a sign on the way to see our son, and the sign said, Never again will we question uh, the duties of a stay home mom. <laughs> because all the moms out there are like, oh, When can these kids go back to school? Or whatever. You know, I mean, all of a sudden, and they're saying now domestic violence has risen way high because everybody is now home and, and you're stepping on toes or they're in your nerves or whatever that is. How do we battle that? Here's our first thought it's up to you. You are the change agent in your life, the only one that can change your life is you. I mean, you have to let God do that, but it is you. If you're waiting on others to make us, uh, Brad, I'll do that as soon as I just get this, or I get that, or I get this person to come alongside me. No, you need God to let him be your agreement, let him be your majority. If God be for you, who can be against you? You're going to have to go out. You know, I'm not going out. I get it. I get it. You don't feel safe to go out, but somebody's going to have to get you some groceries. You're going to have to face whatever the world is facing sooner or later. Where do you stand? So I'm not saying be a rebel. I'm just saying it's okay if you need to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't feel you need to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. If they require you to wear a mask and you want to shop there, put a mask on, Skippy. I'm just like, you know, I had to get my hair cut. I had the most beautiful barber was her. She cut my hair time before that. I like that. She cut my hair. I was like, great. But I had to go get my hair cut because, you know, she didn't want to have to cut it all the time. But she did. A, uh, I thought she did a great job. And, and then went to my barber. They require that you have to wear a mask. I can't just walk in the barbershop. I had to tell him I'm here. 
and he had to wave at me when it was time for me to come in. Had to wear a mask, do my whole haircut. Nobody else was supposed to be in the shop, you know, on his side waiting. They had all these rules. I had to sign this paper that, you know, blah, 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 whatever I had to deal with, you know. And it's like, do you want to do that? No, get over it. You can't change all that. You know what you have to do? You got to be the light in a world that's dark. Now, you can pick your battles. You can choose to be all upset about this. Or you can be the light because you're going to have to deal with this. Oh, don't even get me started about people on President Trump. You better be thanking God you got a president that is at least standing up and doing stuff that he said he'd do. What would the I'm going to get to country would have been had that not happened is he perfect no should he stay off of some of the stuff and keep his mouth shut yes but dear god i'm thankful for him i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tear him down i'm gonna build him up matter of fact it sounded like i just tore him down i'm sorry <laughs> should he keep his mouth shut yes okay i'm sorry but I'm saying we have a good president, whether you like his personality or whether you don't. God put him in there. You better get on board with that. That's word. You see, when our insides start changing, our outsides will match. When we start saying, you know, God, show me what you want me to do. How do you want me to tackle this problem? How can I be who you want me to be in a world that right now is seeming like, you know, find your way home. Priorities have to change. Things have to change. God now, who was maybe in the back of your mind or, you know... You know, most houses, they say in America, have several Bibles. You can go find them. They're usually on the bookshelf. I have ours. They're on the bookshelf. And I don't read all the versions, but there's one that I read that I have with me. And there's, you know, Kim has one that she likes. And so, you know, but what I'm saying is our priorities have got to change. Because the answer is not going to be found, you know, even no matter what you think in the government or whatever, Jesus is our answer. God has our answer. The word has our answer. So we have to then put our priority to say, all right, Lord, then you are where I'm going. We live in a world where you can, go to, you can ask five people about taxes and you'll get five different answers. Oh, you shouldn't file. You should file jointly. No, you shouldn't file. You, you know. You're going to have to find out, Lord, what am I supposed to do? What, what is this? Do you know the rules are in this book? That's where they're at. They're here. My kids, if they broke something, they would bring it to me. And I remember Mallory broke something, and the boys had broke something when they grew up. And the boys would have those, remember the rubber band planes? Some of you might not remember that, but you could twist the little thing. And it's just made out of, I don't know what kind of wood that was. But it, balsa wood, just a little thin, and the plane would... Well, it would break, you know, or it hit something, and sure enough, a wing would snap or crack. And, and uh, this, my son would bring it, Daddy, fix it. So then, you know, I'd, I'd put tape, but it couldn't be heavy tape because then the thing would never fly. See, after a while, I'd say, Son, it's, it's just broke. I can't fix it. 
You know, for God to do something, a lot of times we have to be broke, and then he fixes it because we get ourselves in the way. We want to do it our way. We want to do it this way. And God says, are you done? Let me fix that for you. Let me show you something. You are the one that can change it. Here's thought number two. For you to change things, it's going to take your mind over matter. If you don't care, you don't want to change, then it probably doesn't matter. But you still get the fruit. You'll still get, there's still, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. What you sow, you will also reap. I have to make up my mind. If I'm going to change my outside, I've got to make up my mind what matters on the inside. Let me tell you, when the enemy rears his head, you better know what's on the inside because he doesn't answer to anything. This is what he has to answer to. He has to obey this. Did you know that? He has to bow to this. If you don't have this, it don't matter. You can say all day long, I rebuke you, I bind you. But if this is not in your belief system, it's noise. This is, is ink on a page. To some, others, it's life. According to the word, this is life. So you have to put your mind on the word and know that the word is going to make the difference. That's what's going to matter. When I've had to confront the enemy because the enemy reared his head, I can't confront him in my own strength. I mean, I can, but nothing happens other than it scares me. You ever been scared? But when you confront in the name of the Lord or what is in you, the matter that is in you matters on the outside, it's a whole different ballgame. If you can change the way you think, you can change your life. What happens is we start heading towards someplace and we start trying to focus on what's right and then life goes, squirrel! And the enemy will just get you off track. So let's try COVID. All right, that's starting to wear out. Ooh, let's try racism. Let's try witchcraft. Let's try all of these. All of this is the enemy trying to pull you from what matters. Because what matters is the word of God. What matters is what you base your belief on. What matters is what you stand for, the allegiance you have. Philippians 4, 8 says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, and right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. What are you thinking about? Here's number three. Shock therapy. Clear? You feel like that? 
I mean, my wife will say, did you see what's on Facebook right now? Clear. It's just like, oh, my word. But if you want a different result, you're going to have to do something different. If you are tossed and turned every time some wave of the enemy, here's a new thing that's coming up. Here's a new thing that he's trying. Here's what he's accusing now. Because he is the accuser of the brethren. Come on. He is a liar. He is the father of lies. So he's going to do everything to go against the word. When that comes up, you must not be shaken. You must stand on what you know is true. You must stand on what you know is right. You must stand on what you know is proven. He's going to try to pull you off that. If you want a radical change, you're going to have to radically move towards God. If you do the same thing, you're going to get the same result. But I'm telling you this morning, these next six months can be your best six months. Just think of this. Sometimes we are, my wife said it on uh, the last, our first Wednesday. She said, you know, if you're hot or you're cold, but if you're lukewarm, he spits you out of your mouth. As a kid, have you ever played Red Rover? And we, we hold our hands this far, you know, and, and you've got kids over there. You always try to pick the skinny kid because the skinny kid can't break through anything. You don't want to pick Fat Albert because he's coming like a freight train and he's going to take the whole string with him. (laughs) What is what I want you to understand? When you link your arms up with other believers and with the word of God, it doesn't matter who the enemy is trying to send over there. He can't break through. He can't break through. Why? Because there are believers that are standing on what matters, and they have already made up their mind. Come on. They've made up what they believe. You can't tell me any different. God still heals today. I've seen him do it. He still uses all the gifts of the Spirit. I've seen them happen. You can't tell me that's wrong. I've seen too much. Let's look at number four. What you see is what you get. If you walk out in this world and you're saying, whatever I see, I'm looking for this on this and on this and on that on Facebook and on this. Oh, it's just par for the course. Blah, 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 blah. You'll get it. Sometimes we expect people that don't know Jesus to act like they do. They don't know him, so how are they going to act? They don't know. Heck, half the people that know Jesus, we, we still need help. I'm proof. But what do you see? Now, I'm not talking as much in your physical as what you see spiritual. Because if you can't see it, it's not going to happen. If you are not seeing it in the spiritual, you see, so many times we, we think, well, we have, to, we have to see it to believe it. Well, that's the world's way. We believe it to see it. That's God's way. But if you could put, Lord, what do you want from me so that I could live the life that 
you've put the dream in. Do you know God put dreams in your heart? How are you going to live those? Osmosis? You know, people say, God is in control. God is in control of the whole thing, but you have a part to play in this. You're the change agent. You have to make up your mind. You have to do something different, so you might have to shock. Whew, never did that before. What, what if I went down front? What if I prayed boldly? What if I did this? What if I did that? You know, one time, check this out. One time, we were, we were new at this. We just, was it, who was coughing? Was it Mal? It was Mal. So Mal was coughing. We put her down. We hadn't, you know, been married real long. <clears throat> How old was she? Maybe two. She just kept coughing, coughing. And, you know, when your baby's not resting, you get all like, oh, man. Because you can't rest. We're sitting out in the living room. All we can hear her in there is, hey, ha, all of that. And, and Kim had been back there, and we, you know, we're, we've taken her temperature. We did everything we could do, and we we're like, God, why is it that when we don't know what to do, God's our last resort? Let's go to God now. I wish I'd learned my own lessons, you know what I'm saying? I remember saying, you know, Kim, Kim looked at me, she goes, what are we supposed to do? You ever feel like, ah! And this is what I said. I said, how many knows if you call on the Lord, he hears you? Come on. I said, Lord, what do we do? Pretty point blank question. Lord, what do we do? And he spoke down inside me, and this is what he said. He said, I'm like, are you kidding me? This is what he said. Rebuke the coughing spirit. Coughing spirit. Now, those that are watching my line, I just crossed the line. You're going to be like, uh-oh. I don't know. I'm just telling you. I'm like... My thought life, when he put that in there, I'm like, coughing spirit. You spirit of Robitussin? <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm like, I, okay. And he said it again. Rebuke the coughing spirit. I'm like. So I told her. She goes, okay. I'm thinking, I have lost my mind. But anyway, I'm like, okay, Lord, I do believe that was you. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. You don't have to understand everything that God tells you to do. You just have to do it. You don't have to understand everything that God tells you to do. You just have to trust him and do it. So I grabbed her hand. She grabbed my hand. And I said, you coughing spirit. We bind you from this house in Jesus' name. We command you to stop in Jesus' name. We look at each other. She said, yes. And, and, you know, this is what happened. This is true. You can say, I don't believe it. I don't care if you don't believe it. I love you. But this is what happened. Mal. <laughs> it's quiet. We looked at each other and I was like, shut up. But it's true. She quit coughing. 
I can tell you story after story after story where the enemy came in with fear. He came in and just tried to plummet me with fear. Just bam, 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 scare, scare, boo, I'm going to kill you. All of those things. You've heard some of them. And there's times the Lord just spoke in. Sometimes I heard it audibly. Other times it was in my spirit. He just said, it's just the enemy. He just said, just rebuke him, just bind him, he'll go away. Um, do you understand the power of binding and loosing? Do you understand the power of the blood of Jesus? Do you understand the covenant of God that said you have the power? All power was given to Jesus. He went when he's hung on the cross, went down and got the keys from the enemy and said, I'll take those, thank you very much. And then he gave them to me and you. Now, what you do with them, mind over matter, shock therapy, you're the change. What are you doing with that? So that's what we did. She quit coughing the rest of the night. There's another time that Sam, Sam or Maddie had a fever. And it just was rising. And she, as a mama, you know how many times when you're asleep as a kid, your mama's in there combing your hair? looking at you, just thanking God for you. Well, you, know, you don't even know how many times that happens. I mean, it's amazing. She would be in there, and if the kids, if anything was wrong, a mama just takes it on, doesn't she? She's like a mama bear in her cups. How many mamas are in the building today? How many mamas are watching online? This is a fact. So she's in there, and she had just talked to somebody earlier, and she said, so-and-so's got a fever. Was it Maddie or Sam? That's what I was originally going to say, Sam, and I thought, I'm wrong, it's going to be Maddie, but Sam. So had a fever, and, the, and who she was talking to said, well, you know, fevers go up at night. And this is, now listen to me. You're saying, well, that, how's this work for COVID-19? My God is greater than anything that comes your way. So she, when the person said that, this is how she answered. Yep. And so that night, his fever started rising, and she was you know, God, what do I, I mean, the cold conference, Lord, Father, and Jesus, you know, and now listen, listen, you need to pay attention to what I'm saying. First service, this didn't happen. None of this happened like this. She went to God and she said, God, why is this fever? I am binding. I'm why. And this is what God said. You came in agreement with what was said on the phone. She said, what? He said, you came into agreement with fevers rising at night with what came on the phone, with what the person said. You said, the fevers rise at night, and you said, yep. Light barb. And she said, I break that. In Jesus' name, I bind that word. I negate it in the name of Jesus. Do you know in minutes, without any medication, without anything, his fever just went, Shh. Why? The word. How do you get through COVID-19? The word. How do you get through racism? The word. How do you get through witchcraft? The word. Do you know the word trumps everything? The word, that's how you fight. You can't fight this in your own strength. You got to fight with the word of God and you got to do it in love. You got to do it the way God tells you to do it. You got to see things. You know, my kids would come to me, they'd get hurt and they'd say, Dad, pray for me. 
Why? Because I would pray for them and God would heal them. Plain and simple. That would happen over and over and over again. Is there fruit? There's got to be fruit. You know, in a world right now with all of this garbage going on, there's got to be fruit. There's got to be something that you go, you know what? Mm, That's just good. Look what God did. Look what the Lord has done. You don't have to know how God's going to do it. Your job is just to be obedient and believe. Let your thinking be driven by the word. God, what are you telling me? The Bible, I mean, what's the Bible say? God wants to give you the desires of your heart. Are you a dreamer? If your dream is so small that it doesn't take anything, it's probably not a God dream. Let God show you great things. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, they are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. So here's number five. Speak up. Your mouth frames your world. Start declaring what the word says. Every time we leave our house, Father, we plead your blood over our house. We did it when we were at Irvin Shoots, and now it's got great people that live in there. We pray angels. We plead your blood. We put angels around about the house. We do, you know, every time we leave our house where we live, that's what we do. We went when we bought the house that we bought now. We bought the house when we bought there, and then the Malones live there now. That's awesome. But every room in that house, every room, every window, every doorway, every entrance, every exit of that house, I put oil on. I say every entrance, every exit, I put oil on. And I walked in every room and said, by the grace of God, I declare this house for Jesus and the work of the kingdom. Father, nothing that's from the enemy can come in this house. God, I anoint you to be the priest of this home. Give me the unction. Give me the word to do what I'm supposed to do. She went around. We agreed. I walked the property from the whole line all the way around i took oil i threw it come on somebody this is about doing what god is calling you to do nothing shall ever hurt us because god is there we declared it over our kids rooms we declare it over our kids lives we declare it over the places that we live so you have to voice it make no mistake i'm sure there's people looking out the window over there from urban shoots and wherever we live like i think he's lost his rocker that buys he's about a fry short of a happy meal i'm not because i mean i'm just going around i've told you stories i've had people that come and said i don't know what it is about your house but i just feel the presence of god there's been awesome could you come and do that to our house? Yes, I'll, okay, I'll come. But I'm going to go home. You're going to have to listen. You're going to have to declare. You're going to have to, if you want to fight this war that's going on out here, then fight it with God. Not against God. Be with God. Do what God says. So I was anointing everyone. I told them, here's what you want. I'm not going to go around every room of your house. They had me go to a specific room because weird things were going on. So they said, if you go in there and pray, will they stop? I said, absolutely, they'll stop. Will they go? Yes, they'll go. Are you sure? Positive. That's awesome. I said, but I'm going home. So you're going to have to find out if there's a leak, you need to patch it. You need to fix this. So we did all that. Then they said, can you go do the yard? Sure. I don't have enough oil for the yard. Here, take this Crisco. Well, it's oil. So I did. I was out in their yard, and this is what I'm doing. Listen to what I'm telling you. 
It sounds crazy, but I'm out in the yard, and I don't know. It's not my house. I don't know what to say, so I'm speaking in the Spirit. Listen to me. Those that are online, I'm speaking in the Spirit. I'll say it one more. I'm speaking in the Spirit. I'm speaking in tongues. I'm not talking in English. I don't know what I'm going to. It's not my house. I don't know all of their practices. I don't know all of that, but I do know what I was called to do, and I do know what the anointing is that's on me, so I start flinging Crisco around. I'm going around the yard, and have you ever started walking, doing anything, and you're not sure, and you feel like somebody's watching you? That's exactly what happened. I was in the middle of a shandala hudahada, whatever it was I was saying, and I'm stopping, I freeze, and there's a neighbor on the other side of the hedge going, Mouth open, eyes about the size of softball staring at me like, oh my word. And I paused and I was like, what do I do now? I don't live here. Shut And I just kept going. <laughs> and their, their house was free and clear and then some stuff. And then I said, take it back. Come on, how many knows the enemy is going to keep trying? you got to make your stand and you got to make it firm. Make no mistake about your allegiance. Know this, whatever you're sending out comes back. Say some good things. I need you to change your view, your stance, your belief. Because sometimes we think of it a different way. So let me explain. All of this going on, COVID and all that, you know, I, I, I very much admire John. John works in the prison. John's got a... That dude's, he's got a lot to carry. He's, you know, and if you remember, the prison made our city number one in the world. Uh, and so that's where he works as a guard. So think about what goes through his mind. How do I stand? Man, dear God, help me. How do I do this? All of this, all of that stuff. Here's what I want you to understand. There are some people that are like, I... I'm sick, but I'm believing to be well. I want you to change that. I want you to change your viewpoint to say, I'm well, and I'm fighting off sickness. Switch it. You see, it's a stance thing. It's like, oh, no. Because on one side, I'm, I'm recognizing people come up and say, would you pray for my allergies? You want to claim those? Would you, would you pray because of this? Whether it's virus or whatever. This is what I'm telling you. Start declaring what God says. Start standing on his viewpoint. That can't come nigh my dwelling. Well, Brad, I've already got it. It's already come nigh. Well, all I'm telling you is then change your stance. You know, I'm not, I don't know how it got there or what you were standing on before. All I'm saying, and I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. This is what I'm saying. Now change your stance. I am well, and that can't stay. Did you get it? I'm well and it cannot stay. How it got there, that really makes at this point, it's just a moot point. God, in Jesus' name, my house is clean. My body is clean. My family is clean. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No virus, no sickness, no infirmity, no disease can come near my dwelling. God, you're my refuge. You're my shelter. You're who keeps me safe. Begin to declare that. Will the enemy like it? No. And that's what's awesome, because he can't do anything about it. He'll try. 
But he can't do anything if you don't let him. You stand strong. Well, I, I hope this is helping somebody. Because you don't want to go someplace and just get a history lesson. You want something to say, you know what? I got something. Or, shing. I like the shing part. I got a Narnia sword in my office. I also want an Aragorn sword. I'd love to have that one. <sighs> Look at Exodus 1.7. Their descendants, the Israelites, had many children and grandchildren. In fact, they multiplied so greatly they became extremely powerful and filled the land. You need to start declaring the things of God. God has not stopped doing what he does because COVID has stopped. And did you know nothing can separate us from the love of God? God God's amazing. There's no place you can go that God can't get to you. There's no lower depth that God can't pull you out of. God can do that. You will be fruitful. You will be full of increase. You will multiply. That's what I'm believing. I believe this next six months, if you put your mind and your hand and your belief system to God and his word, you'll be amazed at how better you feel. You'll be amazed at how much more energy you'll have. You'll be amazed at how more that you won't be overwhelmed by what's happening in the world. God will give you opportunities to show how strong he is in your life. Sometimes feel-good messages aren't always on the menu. You ever have to eat something just because you're supposed to eat it? My mom would give me spinach. Now, according to Popeye, it's good. She'd put vinegar on it. I think that stuff's used for kerosene lanterns if you're not. You run out. To this day, I'd have trouble eating spinach because that's all I have is this memory of eat your spinach. You're not getting down until you do. We have to take the full counsel of God, not just the parts you like. Sometimes those things in there that you're going to have to go, you know what? I'm going to have to repent. Did he say that word? I did. We need to be clear enough to know that we don't have all the answers without God. We need to be humble enough to admit that we need his help. We need to be wise enough to know that he forgives us when we confess to him. And we need to be courageous enough to step out and go past the failure. We live in a world that is full of the prizes. Everybody wants the prize. When I was a kid, we bought cereal just for the prize inside. I was not a big Lucky Charms fan, but if they had a great prize, I'm in. I got the prize. My sister, in the first service, I said, who's not in here? And then she hollered back, oh, yes, I am. 
she would get in the cereal box and eat all of the little marshmallows, all the colored Lucky Charms, because they are magically delicious. She would eat them all. So then you just got like dirt. Nobody wants to eat that. You can do whatever you want with it, but like everybody knows you want the little marshmallows. She ate them all, and she goes, you got the prize. Big whoop. That's what the world does. The world gives you something with the prize inside. But sometimes you just got to eat your cereal without the prize. Sometimes you got to understand. I mean, I'm not saying God's way is, is, uh, is going to be anything wrong. There's nothing wrong with God's way. But if the only reason you're motivated is what you get, that's a heart issue. So sometimes you just have to do what's right. Sometimes you have to tell your kid, no, you can't do that. You can't hang out with them. You can't know. No, that's not going to be acceptable. We would tell our kids, here's the rules, no. Sometimes it gets fun as an adult to say no, doesn't it? Can I? No. You didn't even hear it. Good. I know what you were thinking. And what's crazy is I probably didn't, but she probably did. If you're serious and you want things to change, you want a different life. Life is different now because of all the garbage going on. But isn't it great that Jesus, he stays the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13.8. So do you want consistent? Do you want stress? Do you want No. I mean, when stuff happens in the world and, and there's nothing I can do about that, I can bind and loose. I can protect. I can do the things that God's told me to do in, in the world of which I have authority where I put my feet down. But there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm thinking, whoo, I don't know when you're coming, but boy, it looks like things are happening. I want to be ready. I got one more thing, one more thought. You got to, that's going to sound like a Disney plug, but it's not. You've got to forgive and then let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You can't hold grudges. Because in the process of when you are standing with this, not everybody will like it. Maybe your coworkers will be like, He's making a stand or she's making a stand. It doesn't mean they're bad people, but again, they'll know we are Christians by our love. You can't be rude or, or mean, but there are going to be times that maybe you don't need to eat lunch with them five days a week if they're a bad influence. Does that make sense? Because I, I, got, a, I got a job. I got to feed. I got to protect myself, my family for what God is wanting me to do. My church, this world, my neighborhood. If you can't forgive, the Bible holds that really big. You know, you have to make up your mind beforehand not to take offense. You ever get around people that you know usually rub you the wrong way? Maybe it's at work. Maybe, maybe it's wherever. Maybe it's at the store. There are people that are mad if you don't have a mask on. There are people that are mad if you do because they think you're silly. They don't believe in that, but you know, 
You're not those people. You're you. What does God tell you? How do you fight this for you? Be loving. Do what the Lord tells you to do. Romans 8, 35, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we wear masks or don't? No, it's not on there. He no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or if we're persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death. What have we been going through? All of this. I mean, think about it. We didn't even want to go to the store, and then, then they limit items. People, America doesn't like to be limited. Proverbs 16, 7, when people's lives please the Lord, even their enemies are at peace with them. God has great things that he's put inside you. Don't let what's going on in the world stop them. Be the light in your family. Be the light in your neighborhood. Be the light in your house. Be the light wherever you go. You know, I, I wore a shirt yesterday. I, I wore it one time when I preached where it's Jesus and he's got all the superheroes. And he's sitting there and he says, and that's how I saved the world. And then Maddie works at Myers, and I was going there to pick her up. And uh, the girl that was working the quick checkout, she looked at my shirt and she goes, man, I love that shirt. And I said, thanks. She goes, I've seen it on Facebook or wherever she saw it. And she said, i got to get me one of those. So, you know, that was one of the first times in a while I've, I've had just a T-shirt on or that was out. But I thought, I didn't even say anything. The shirt said it. So there is something in advertising. Because by that shirt, she knew I was a believer. So I was able to say, well, you know, bless your heart. I'm going to believe God's blessing on you and your house. There are other people standing around and there's people looking at me. You know what? I do not care. I'm there because wherever you go, you're on a mission. You're the light. My challenge to you this morning, and, and we are finished, is just this. Do not be overcome by fear. Do not. God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of power. Power. You have what it takes. Love. Love. Perfect love, the Bible says, casts out all fear. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And God is love. So you get more of God in there. There's no room for fear. And a sound mind. That's in your soul realm, your mind, your will, and your emotions. You want victory? It's there. It's just up to you whether you want to take a hold of it or not. The world's not going to determine your outcome. God is who you follow. Bow your heads, close your eyes.